On the afternoon of August 18th, 1973, five young people in a Volkswagen van ran out of gas on a farm road in South Texas. Four of them were never seen again. The next morning, the one survivor, Sally Hardesty Enright, was picked up on a roadside, blood-caked and screaming murder. Sally said she had broken out of a window in hell. The girl babbled a mad tale. A cannibal family in an isolated farmhouse, chainsawed fingers and bones, her brother, her friends, hacked up for barbecue, chairs made of human skeletons. Then she sank into Catatonia. Texas lawmen mounted a month-long manhunt but could not locate the macabre farmhouse. They could find no killers and no victims, no facts, no crime. Officially, on the records, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre never happened. But during the last 13 years, over and over again, reports of bizarre, grisly chainsaw mass murders have persisted all across the state of Texas. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre has not stopped. It haunts Texas. It seems to have no end. Hi, my name is Amanda Witt. Bill Mosley. Daniel Harris. Dick Warlock. George Romero. Kate Hodder. Robert England. Ronnie Blakely. And you're listening to Deep in the Horror Texas. Texas. With your hosts, Jeff, Nathan, and Ralph. You gotta be fucking kidding. Red River Rock and Roll Request Line. This is Stretch. And this is Jeff. And I'm Nathan. And just so you know, I always put my underwoofer across the over flapper. <laughs> Thanks, LG. You're welcome, darling. Oh, man. If you have not uh, learned that we are here to talk about the um, fun, fun, fun Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. So good, dude. Like, this this movie has, like, such cornball shit going on in it, but it works itself out. Like, it fucking does a 180 yeah because it comes it, from behind when i was watching it young it was like it took care of my hems <laughs> <laughs> oh he took care of my hems <laughs> a small businessman always 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 takes it up the ass i gotta say i love this town this town loves prime meat <laughs> <laughs> Woo! yes we do um yeah i mean when i watched this as a kid it was like a superhero movie because you literally had a battle scene with Leatherface. You had all these ups and downs and these awkward uh, situations. So, yeah, let's just get right into it. Uh, I watched this back in the VHS days. Um, it was just a weird, weird, weird VHS cover to come across. Breakfast Club. Yeah, man. It just strikes you as weird. You see, like, uh, Nubbins, this little zombie, kind of, like, doing the Molly Ringwalls. <laughs> Is it Molly or I thought it was Emilio? No, Molly Ringwalls doing the one where she's doing, like, the oh, lady straight across with her. <laughs> <laughs> Who's doing the Judd Nelson? Fucking Leatherface. That's <laughs> yeah. true, like, right in the back. And I think uh, uh, Bill Mosley, Chop Top's doing, like, the real stern, like, uh, Emilio Estevez, like, jock kind of look and shit. It's just classic. God bless it. Oh, man. See, Cannon was fucking furious oh, at bet. this movie. They hired Toe Pooper to direct the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 sequel. They wanted a fucking scary horror movie. 
And they got a dark comedy. And they got a fucking satire film. <laughs> so I mean, good. what I love is that the, the um, I forget the, uh, the gentleman's name that wrote the screenplay, but uh, uh, L.M. Kit Carson. This guy is a Texas native, and he just knocked it out of the park. I mean, at least I think he did. He said, all right, part one had hippies. All right, what can I, what can I introduce for part two? And... He started looking around the mall and stuff like that. And he said, oh, man, what's with all these pastels? And he struck up the idea that I'm going to go ahead and make the Sawyers hunt down yuppies. You know, he picked this big UT football game to be kind of like the background of this whole, you know, um, night full of hunting for the Sawyers and stuff like that. And he just let them have fun in Yuppie Kingdom, you know? <laughs> Rick the Prick. Oh, my gosh. I forget the other guy's name. Oh, God. Hologram glasses guy. I forget that that was a thing back in the day. Dude, like, I know. The hologram it's... sunglasses. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Holograms are just amazing back in, like, the late 80s. I remember his fucking name. Oh, Buzz. Oh, my God. And Rick the Prick. This is Buzz, baby. Woo! <laughs> like, jeez, Louise, obnoxious asshole. Shooting. Dude, when he's leaning out the window and cackling is like oh my god he's like <laughs> when, when, what pissed me off more than anything is like you're calling into a radio station why couldn't they just hang up the fucking phone what it is stretch <laughs> hey how what can i what can what's your quest like oh just you know i want to see brat lats and big titties big no man what you god, i was like god damn it Make it stop. Just hang Woo! up. Woo! hard! Hang up the phone, LG. Hang it up. He's tired God of God damn it, honey. They're going to have to hang up. <laughs> I've never... What? This must be the early 80s. So he's calling from a cell phone. We can't hang up on them. Why? What? Unplug the fucking no phone. shit. <laughs> I mean, back in the day, it was like the hardest thing ever to like not get a busy signal when you call the radio station. Like, what the fuck was... Well, not many people called Cockla. <laughs> 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 oh man i could say that with a mouthful but i'm not going to <laughs> my girlfriend sucked 36 dicks in a row where are you going <laughs> get back here god try not to suck any dicks on the way to the parking lot get back here i love that scene all right, so the we first meet Stretch and LG at a chili cook-off, and uh, LG's making like the most unique uh, home you could ever, you know, venture into. He's making a little fry house. God damn it! I shot fucking Dairy Queen out my nose. That's a real Texas fucking native right there. No, ah, I'm so, better. What do you think about the fry house? Have you, ever, have you ever attempted to make the French fry house? That LG makes at the beginning of the chili house. Uh, fat. Chili. I don't have time for that shit. I'm not going to put the time to argue. Yeah. These fries are going one place only. Like you ever make a log cabin out of weenies? No, I just put them on a bun and oh, I shit. fucking eat them. <laughs> what was that movie where uh, Tom Arnold goes into that waffle place and he just shoots it up to high hell? It was like a flapjack joint. Oh, my God. It's a funny ass movie. I think it's called The Wrong Guys where the Louis Anderson and them go to relive like a... a Boy Scout trip and stuff like that, but like Tom Arnold. No, 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 it's John Candy. No, fuck. Jesus. Yeah, it's old school, dude, and it makes you laugh your ass off. They say you can't go home again. Whoa! Whoa! 
They say you can't turn back the clock. You wear a belt, you look really stacked. They say it couldn't be done. I guess I'll never see the old guys again. But they never met the wrong guys. We are the Owl Patrol, brave and true. From dawn till death will this is the story of the ultimate reunion. Mount Whitehead? Site of Dan Seven's greatest adventure. As the unorganized and the unruly. Uh, I think you guys are supposed to put those fizzies in a glass of water. Take on the untamed. Get it off! Get it off! The uncomfortable. I'm in a death camp with Daniel Boone. The unbalanced. There's an escaped convict up here. Luke, Thinks we're the FBI. You'll never get off this mountain alive! And the unspeakable. I'm gonna ride you like a Holly on bad piece of rope. In an unforgettable adventure. It's a waterfall! Oh my god! The wave that never ends! This is What's going to happen to me next? Bigfoot, volcanoes, scout praise Mohegans? You can take the kid out of the uniform. You guys are just like women. Of course, I had a feeling about that. Hey, wait a minute. You can even take him out of the neighborhood. You've got the wrong guys. What? What? Pardon? The wrong guys. <laughs> but boys will be boys. Who are you guys, anyway? We're Cub Scouts. Even when they're the wrong guys. Everybody's a comedian. Fuck John Goodman. Thank you. Fuck Christ. It's John Goodman, and Louis Tom Anderson. Uh, no, not Tom Morrow. It's just, it's just oh. John Goodman. Uh, for some reason, it's uh, goddamn. I'm, I'm going crazy. I'm looking in my mind. He's this almost like crazy. Seinfeld. This is crazy. This is crazy. God damn it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I got lost on a loop there with old films. But yeah, the film's called Wrong Guys. It's classic fucking film. What was your segue I, I was into making this? an analogy with the uh, whole fucking uh, log uh, French fry cabin house shit. But uh, yeah, that went nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so we get introduced to the Sawyer. Uh, the cook now has a name. and uh, Sawyer? Is this the first time we hear the yeah, Sawyer? I think Drayton. this is a, they finally uh, went ahead and cemented the family. Yeah. What, Still confused on how it all gets changed around in later what episodes. What blew my fucking mind was uh, when we get introduced to Chop Top. And this is pretty much Nubbins or the Hitchhiker's twin brother. So yeah. during the uh, actual part one with him, they, you know, where the Nubbins is like alive and well, and he's played, you know, he's playing the Hitchhiker in the 74 original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, Chop Top's actually in Vietnam. And like he says in the in the film, a gook takes a machete to his fucking head, and uh, pretty much you know that is him, a direct quote. That yeah, is that, not yeah a, it's not like a personal you know view of like you know <laughs> life in Vietnam in general. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, oh. he he gets his uh, head lopped off by like a uh, lopped at, at with a machete, and he ends up with a metal plate in his head and. The army uh, gives him a certain uh, amount of money, which helped fuel uh, his older brother's uh, barbecue joint and stuff like that. But for some reason, you know, he learns of the death of his twin brother, the hitchhiker, in the end of Texas Chainsaw 1. And he, uh, they later, you know, he becomes like a mascot pretty much throughout the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. They keep him hanging around, you know, the whole time. 
I love it. The opening shot on the bridge. Yes, I saw. I, you know, I didn't know for the longest time that that was the hitchhiker. Me I just figured it was a body they robbed from the grave, and they would just use it as like a. No, yeah, it was weird. Okay, so yeah, these yuppie fucks drive across a bridge with this really cool scene. Beautiful pickup truck. I love their pickup truck, man. God. Like a lowered Chevy 70-something. Gorgeous. But anyways. Get off the road, pig fucker. It's <laughs> <laughs> a God classic fucking line. But yeah, I mean, they, they Leatherface pops up with a black cloak on, but Nubbins is hanging directly in front of him. Doing He's little... doing this weird dance. <laughs> He's awesome. like, oh, my God. And the whole time you have like Oingo Boingo just blasting, oh, dude, dude. Fuck yeah. No one lives forever. I love that. So great. He's doing the dance. You got a sample of that? Uh, I think so. This thing is somewhere in here. Uh, okay, okay, LA. What would you like to hear? Uh, I don't know. Maybe something. A little Oingo Bango is. Bango? Here's a we're doing this afternoon and tonight. You steady listeners know we're playing this every hour. This is for Lefty. My name's Righty, but <laughs> you can call me Lefty. Oh, such a good fucking scene, dude. Such a good song. Yeah. If you ever get a chance, listeners, and you haven't heard of Oingo Boingo, you should check it out. Oh, yeah. I mean... Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. I mean... Batman. Jack Skellington. Yeah. Fucking shit, dude. Anything you can think of in Hollywood that's got a good soundtrack. It's usually... And what I'm pissed is that we weren't in, like, L.A. areas when he was doing, like, live shows and stuff with his score. He was scoring... He was... Compo- you know, being the composer for his orchestra, score. Yeah. yeah. But then at the end of the shows, he would do like a couple of tracks of, you know, like a one or two Oingo Boingo tracks. Yeah, know. everybody's been clamoring for Oingo Boingo to, to do a reunion, but uh, I don't he see. can't do it because he has a degenerative hearing problem. And every, you know, the horns and the loud ska kind of riffing guitar takes away his hearing each time. No, it's, it's, when he composes, he has to compose at a low volume. Like wow. he's not, he can't be around like really loud sounds. I so. love it. I mean, I got into that really early. I remember just tracking down some of the CDs at like CD warehouse and stuff, and it's just like obscure shit you would get for ninety nine cents. And I was just like, awesome. Yeah, I mean, fucking my introduction to Oingo Boingo was Weird Science. Yeah, I think uh, fucking mine was Back to School. Yeah, it, yeah, probably around the same time. Yeah. Fucking Dead Man's Party. Because the song just stuck out in your head, and when you see the uh, soundtrack, or you're—I think I was picking up like the soundtrack for Beetlejuice or something like that—and then they were like, "Hey, have you tried the Oingo Boingo?" I was like, "Oh, is that what the fuck is that?" Uh, it's the guy from Danny, you know, Danny Elfman. Blah, blah blah. I was like, "Oh, fuck yeah, I want to check this out." And like mm-hmm. every track was kind of unique because it's like um, thematic, I guess. Yeah, I was- like. How the dude writes is he writes like fucking 15 parts for a song. It's exactly. Like, Jesus. So it's like almost like Beatles kind of stuff where you have like fucking, you know, I don't know how many like sequences going off at once to compose something. So it was dope. neat. So dope. Yeah. Like he, how, well, off track, but uh, how he wrote the Batman song was uh, somebody came to him and said, hey, you know, they, they didn't want, the studio didn't want Danny Elfman because he's relatively new to maybe writing music. back then, right? God, I, maybe, I, probably. I think that's probably. That, I mean, Simpsons, uh, Batman was eighty nine, or was it earlier? I think eighty eight or eighty nine. Yeah, gotcha. I know it was December, so yeah. it's like which year? But I, I think know, fucking Simpsons was like eighty six or something. Yeah. Like that, so I mean, so yeah, I mean, that's really probably his first credited thing. Yeah. But then, like Tim Burton's a big fan of but Danny we, Elfman. But we had talked about that Beetlejuice was kind of like before Batman. So oh, that's right. Maybe like Beetlejuice got him like a little. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I know 
Tim Burton was a huge Oingo Boingo fan. And he was like, I probably, yeah, probably from the collaboration of Beetlejuice, he was yeah. like, you got to do Batman. So the studio heads only gave him like a week to come up with something. Was this Coast Guard? Because I remember no. Prince being like a big deal too. I, well, he, Prince added his own music that. Uh, but it wasn't that like he trust, didn't score. Ding, ding, ding. Or, or the Batman, oh, do God. the Batman dance or whatever that fucking I crazy just can't believe that was like was. a thing that happened. It was. It was hysteria. Uh, but yeah, he like took like a week and went in the producer's office and, you know, they were just like, all right, let's see what you got. And he whipped out a little keyboard and did the do, 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 do. <laughs> and awesome. they're like, oh, like, yeah. you're hired. And from then, he just skyrocketed. Oh, yeah. Man. I mean, I mean, there's so much he has touched, which is just cool to see like this song pop up and that infamous fucking bridge thing. Mm. I mean, he touched Sam Raimi shit. I mean, Marvel. Well, what Dark I would, uh, with Toby Hooper doing this, uh, the name that you don't hear too, too fucking often is that Tom Savini yeah. did all the fucking effects for this. I didn't know he did all the effects. Well, he brought his crew in and like it's. Because there's a, a deleted scene where it's a lot of Tom Savini effects and it was cut. But was, like he was like, he came in, he brought his crew in, everybody worked under Savini's supervision for the special effects of this film and i thought that was cool because he was saying he was kind of disappointed with the uh the headlop scene in the bridge because he said that they had taken uh they had taken uh the popcorn that you use for uh filling up like uh you know like when you order stuff and it comes with that weird popcorn that comes oh styrofoam in. styrofoam popcorn, popcorn. Yeah. he dyed it they dyed it red and all that stuff and it was supposed to like come flying out as he, the guy's <laughs> driving but he said the the camera just they never picked up those shots so all you see is this kind of lackluster effect of just like the blood squirt. Well, it wasn't really thought out because <laughs> later on you hear Lieutenant Enright, old lefty, like, yeah, one of them boys so crazy, he shot his head off at 90 mile per hour. <laughs> I don't know a truck that can do 90 backwards. Yeah. But it's a good tell. Yeah. It's a good yarn. That's a neat transmission. Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> I can just hit 90 backwards. That's yeah, a bad fucking truck. That's a badass truck. But if the Cobra car from fucking, you know, Stallone's Cobra, Cobra. can't do it, that yeah. truck ain't doing it. Because Stallone had the baddest fucking car. You know that fucking thing got stolen. You know that fucking thing used to be parked right over here? A, well, a similar vehicle. Oh, it's like, very similar. What? Yeah. <laughs> Those, it was stolen for like 15 years. Dude, it used to be parked right in front of this dealership right nearby here. They Is finally there? found it. What the fuck? Like two years ago. And Stallone was like, I want it back. Yeah, no shit. Got it back. It's in his personal collection. I think it's fucking you, 50 Merc. God. Oh, he just walks up to that one guy and just rips his fucking <laughs> He's like, clean up your axe. <laughs> what I love is like, they had the coolest way of chanting. They would just slap their axes together. Ding, in the air. ding, ding, ding. Fucking like half dollar fucking family dollar fucking Dolph Lundgren was the villain. <laughs> Isn't it? Pink. <laughs> Like the best, dude. I love that fucking film. We need to review Cobra. Dude. Fans, listen. We we'd like to. We're me and Jeff have been talking about this. We'd like to expand outside the horror realm. Yes, because there are some great action thrillers that are not horror, like Cobra. Oh, dude. Uh, Blade Runner. We really want to talk. I want to do really an episode. Want I want to do an episode where it's just me and you, and maybe Ralph. If he's he's kind of not. On. Oh yeah. By the way, where is Ralph? Yeah, Ralph. Hashtag. Where's where Ralph? Ralph? But I'd love to do a Dabney Coleman episode. We just go through Dabney Coleman's filmography. 
Just an hour and a half, maybe. Maybe. Short time. Dude, just the whole fucking Debbie <laughs> Coleman series. Cloak and Dagger. Nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. We'll just go through all of Debbie Coleman's one. I would like to expand. Debbie like Coleman expand. is number one. He is. Oh, he's so great with his <laughs> nostril breathing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Memories. That'd be great. That would be great. That'd be great. <laughs> totally different Damn. podcast, though. No, I want no. <laughs> we need to start just special editions. Of yeah, Hour, just, Texas? just special releases. That'd be awesome. I think we should start doing it. That'd be cool. Because eventually we're gonna get into nothing but shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it. We're yeah. gonna hit a couple episodes in this series of shit. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to. Yeah, we're gonna get dark puppet master series, <laughs> toxic avenger oh. series. Oh. <laughs> All right, back to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. I do enjoy ghoulies, though. I uh, wouldn't mind doing ghoulies back to school, back to college. Back to school. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> what was the the, the, the dive? The Triple Lundy? Triple Lundy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Robert Downey Jr. with the mirror. <laughs> blinding the <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, oh, good times. All right, back to the shit. All right, so after the infamous uh, bridge scene. So we come to find out that Drayton Sawyer is actually you know, a roach coach chef competing in competitions, and it shows him winning this award, and they're like, we just love your chili. You got to tell us the... Oh, that must be one of them hard shell peppercorns there. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking tooth. Awesome. <laughs> I love you people. Y'all know, y'all love prime meat. I know prime meat's been in the family for years. <laughs> so Some dark fuckers. So it just so happens that the, the killing on the bridge was recorded by Cockla and Stretch. This is Stretch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, he she starts playing it on the radio and the family calls Drayton as he's driving back from this competition with a fucking trophy full of chili. He's just still chilling as he's doing 80 down the highway. That's awesome. He's like, oh, you coon shits, you fudge packers, you're going to be the death of me. <laughs> oh, I love that shit, dude. Dude, Drayton in this movie has the all best. the best lines. Yeah. He is so fucking funny. I think this, this is his last film, sadly, but man, he knocks out of the park. I think so. He was fucking old. Like, I never, I didn't even realize that was the cook. Yeah. I mean, his appearance changed a oh, lot. Dude, from like 74 to 86. 86 yeah. or something, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's got like S-C-E-X. <laughs> Sex. <laughs> Spills it out. Nice. You had to find out about it, didn't you? Bubba's got a girlfriend. Bubba's got a girlfriend. Sex? Well, nobody knows. But the saw, the saw is family. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's classic shit in this film. And what's amazing to me is like, I think we were talking about it as, like, we go back to it, the cinematography is still sharp in this fucking film. I think we had sat with it so long and pan scan with our, you know, square mm -hmm. TVs and stuff, the four to three ratio, that when you open this fucking film up, it it becomes something that you're unfamiliar with and you learn to appreciate What's now. What's sad is I still haven't seen it in a good rate. Mine's still four three. I bought, I have a DVD that I bought, fuck, probably the year DVDs were made. Gotcha. And I put it on the other day to watch it, and it's four three ratio, and I was like, 
It's not even four three ratios. There's black bars across the top, black bars on the side, and black Shh. bars under. So they just like I'm really just like, restrain the picture. Ugh, and I know there's a common Blu-ray for fourteen ninety nine or something like that, which is kind of like a good up convert. Mm. But then I know Shout Factory did that two Blu-ray thing that's got like all the new bones feature, all the shit. And I'm totally down to buy that because I, let's show my hand here. I love this fucking movie, but. I'm not paying thirty fucking dollars, and I can't find it anywhere else. Yeah, it's it still hasn't hit that you know mid market well, range. It came out like what over a year ago. Yeah, and it's still on eBay for. I mean, used as twenty five dollars. I get like, that. I think it's the two Blu Ray thing that Shout really wants to make their buck back. But man, if it could come under twenty, I think I could. It would be like an easy pickup for me. Well, it's neat because uh, Sean Clark, you know, Horse Hollow Ground, he has a. Like a pretty long segment on that. Oh, really? Yeah, where he does all location scouts again. Sweet. But I, I guess primarily most of this film is filmed in Austin. Oh, wow. Yeah, because there's like Wimberley area. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that was just filmed right here in local Yeah, Texas there's, the, uh, there's the fucking Austin Airport Hair Care and Tire Salon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that place. Do they even have an airport? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, if it is, it's like this fucking, like, Ellington airport that we have here. That's what I was saying, hair care and tires. <laughs> I was like, hey, what do you think? You land and they're like, would you like your hair? <laughs> yes. Your tires? Yes. You want some chili? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, go to that one window over there. Oh, lick my plate, dog dick. <laughs> like, one of the one of the biggest pop-ups frights in this movie, it actually scared the shit out of my wife, is when oh, they, dude. they go to the... Uh, the K-O-K-L-A. Oh, yeah. Just a, we, no, but, but yeah, but... Whoa. So this is Radio Land, huh? The Infinite Turtle, the, the waves through the ether fuzz roll on forever. Roar! <laughs> <laughs> I love that fucking pop-up scene. Because, I mean, it's not just creepy enough that Chop Top, played by Bill Mosley, is like eerie as shit. Because he's just so... He just has you on edge the whole fucking time. The way his character's all fucking... Oh, you're like so fuck, weird. dude. This guy's like he keeps scratching at his head with oh, a hanger, dude. scratching the edge of that fucking plate. Well, yeah, well, you don't know that because he's wearing a Sunny Bono oh, wig, God, dude. Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it caught her off guard, big time, dude. Fucking made her leap like fucking thing revs, dude. Well, you don't expect it because they're like okay, uh, stretches on the left side of the screen. Uh, chop tops on the right. They got a doorway. And he's like, oh, and is this where you keep music? And right as fucking he flips the light, bang, just fucking just leather face running shit. at you. But man, when that saw just cuts <laughs> right across the fucking head of Chopped Up, <laughs> oh my brain is burning. My brain's on fire. You did it, my plate, Leatherface. God, I love. And this is where you get the reveal that. Him scratching with the hangers, him eating his own flesh. Yeah, just scraping around the edge of his oh, fucking So fucking oh. gross. Well, I thought it was neat that Savini talked about that uh, they actually requested Bill Mosley to shave his head because it would knock like an hour and a half of them having to put a bald cap on him and then mm. doing the metal plate on top of that. So when he said, fuck it, you know, you know, I feel privileged enough just to get this role and do this. He goes, fuck it, shave my head. And they cut it down to like three hours to do his makeup. Because, I mean, that motherfucker looks just grotesque. They actually, since he's the hitchhiker's twin, he actually moved the birthmark from one side to the other side. I didn't even know. It that. was like random shit that you hear in like the commentary. It's pretty neat. Because uh, the, the gruesome edition uh, DVD has two commentaries. One's going to be Toby Hooper with uh, uh, 
the guy who did the documentary about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So it's them two and one. But the other one's going to be Stretch and Tom Savini and I think Bill Johnson or something like that mm-hmm. played uh, Le- uh, Leatherface. So it's pretty interesting, especially Savini because he says, I think I'm just going to fucking take, bite the bullet and fucking get it. I think it's worth just it. Just because I want it. And then yeah. mine's so fucking out of date. Like I said, I bought it the, the year DVDs release. Like as soon as it came out, I was like, oh. I think the color palette plays well too because I mean. They change it a lot. I actually was looking today to kind of research what what the difference is and they lighten tones which i don't know if i agree with the tones on like vhs yeah like even though my blu-rays are my my dvd's super old it still has the original kind of color palette so and it's clean but it's just those fucking boxes i mean it's a box within a box yeah it's fucking crazy oh it sucks and then it's like oh change your screen ratio and you press it nothing happens is it select widescreen widescreen nothing happens i'm like <sighs> and there's no special features, so I'm just like, fuck it. I'm, fuck I think I'm going to have to do the Scream Factory. Eventually. No, like now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm burnt out of the film. I think I had to watch it twice. I'm like, Ugh. No way. I had to watch it twice within like a week, so I was like, I'll watch it once. Oh, that was really good. And then I watched it a second time with the commentary. I'm like, God damn it's it. It's weird. It, the, like the, not the middle, but it's like the last... Not the last like thirty minutes, but the twenty minutes before that is like, oh, like it gets kind of drowsy. Because the radio station just pumps you up so much, and then there's like a weird lag part. I think mm-hmm. Hopper is that lag part where you're kind of missing some beats. Yeah, like where he goes and buys the chainsaws and starts whacking the fuck out of it. It's yeah. funny, but at well, the same it, time, it's that like, scene man. works well in a western. When you see Clint Eastwood go into the fucking place and he just kind of shakes down the owner and just throws like whatever money he has on his fucking pocket buys a gun and then go shoots the guy outside to get his fucking horse back. It plays well in a Western. But in this, it's just like, oh, you're making my dick hard. He says like this, <laughs> the old guy has this, you know that line, right? He's like, oh man, my tally whacker's harder than a nipple or some shit. He says like this weird, creepy the line. The old guy? The old guy. It's weird. It's like the first line he says and it creeped me out. I was like, damn, that guy's talking about what? like. What? I think you're, I no, think you're, he's, <laughs> I think you're hearing He's shit. getting hard from like literally this like hopper, like loading up the fucking chainsaw. I was like, go try it out in the back and like he said no, he's wagging and he's like oh hot damn like, yeah, like, oh, yeah. Giddy. I was like what the f- but my dick is hard he says something <laughs> he alludes to it in like you know a weird way like a weird you got some audio to back up god here. i wish i did <laughs> if i if i you know what in the edit i'll throw it in because it's it catches you off guard oh my kid banana i wish i was making it up oh my kid banana you have to be. I, this I, is you fucking with me. No, again. I shit you not. You love to fuck with me because I'm not like, fucking with you. No, right, Jeff said it must be true. <laughs> After this episode, I'll play it for you before you leave. Because I am like, I'm gonna add it into the uh, edit because yeah, it's it's just weird. Oh my kid banana. Something about his tallywhacker. Something, something like that. It's weird. Oh my kid banana. Huh. But the old guy says it right when he rubs it up and he starts going to town with the chainsaw <laughs> on the log. And I'm like, why would he say that? Oh, my kid banana. Totally weird. Oh, my kid banana. Does that have any place? <laughs> any place? It's like, made this scene a whole lot weirder. And then what I was reading into is that this film is essentially about two families. The Sawyer and Lefty. 
because uh, Lefty's actually the uncle of um, oh, the yeah. wheelchair kid. Sally and Franklin. Franklin. So, like, yeah, without Franklin. Although now they're in right. I don't know why don't, the fuck they added that. Yeah, we changed that. I mean, I guess. Sally Hardesty. His uncle was Enright. I don't know. No, but in the in the beginning credits, it says Sally Hardesty, Enright, and her brother Franklin. So I had to play it in a little bit. Yeah, why the fuck? They, why, why wouldn't he just they want, lefty Enright? Or, well, they or, said before, Hardesty. before Canon edited, um, the writer essentially made um, Stretch was going to be Lefty's estranged daughter, too. Jesus. So you had all this weird, awkward family dynamics playing in about Franklin being discovered in like that weird torture hell. Mm. And then him trying to also protect Stretch somewhat, but also using her as bait as the estranged daughter that he didn't want to get too close to, but was trying to get close to. So huh. I was like, wow, there's this whole other dynamic in the film that was there. But when Cannon got it delivered, they said, cut this out, cut this out, cut this out. Oh, they were it. fucking mad about this film, dude. Dude. They were fucking pissed. They, I don't think they ever hired Toe Hooper. Because everybody was pissed because they went to the test screen and everybody was laughing. Yeah. And Cannon was just like, meh. And that's exactly what Toby wanted to have. He thought the first one was comedy, so why, you know. Yeah, he wanted to so, go to Boston. Okay, the you guys found that in terribly scary. I really wanted to make this type of film. And yeah. So he released this. And, and it's even more outrageous. And Oh, it's so wacky, dude. Yeah. But it's fucking hilarious. Drayton, but what's weird is uh, after they kill LG and the uh, whole radio station scene, slice up that pig and cut it thick. (laughs) I love the way they take out LG. It was just that fucking hammer attack. It's just Uh, brutal as shit. It is, and he hits him like fucking twenty fucking times. No, you go, (laughs) (laughs) Jim Killer. What's he? uh, Air raid or some shit? Air raid. (laughs) She's just coming down on dude. God damn. But dude, like this part, like you know, you know, Lefty runs in the back and locks herself in this metal door, and Leatherface, you know, comes around, and comes through the wall, but yeah, then he was... starts humping the ice chest with yeah. the chainsaw, making her legs all wet. Like this part always reminded me of like a early Bud Light commercial. <laughs> yeah, it was like that's the way I her guess. Legs are all dripping in red light, chainsaw thrusting, right. <laughs> and she has to like you. Good. He's <laughs> all drilling. She's like, "What the fuck? How do you play this?" It's like, "Well, that's what was in the script, so I did a good job." He yeah, fucking he, comes. God damn, he starts thrusting and stuff, getting all weird. Like, starts stroking the goddamn fucking chainsaw, trying to get it started, and oh, you're just like thrown off by the scene. Then he has to like placate to this idea that his brother might think he didn't kill her, so he has to make all this fucking. You know, saw noise and chop everything up and shit. It was just really awkward scene, but it shot so fucking beautiful. It's hilarious, yeah, though, man. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Are you good with that? Huh? Are you? You're good. <laughs> God dang! He puts the chainsaw to her crotch and everything, like, and pushes her up with it, like. He's all looking at his crusty fucking lips. God damn. Oh, if you haven't seen this, yeah. watch it. <laughs> Hell of an awkward scene to talk about on a podcast. Because <laughs> you're like, you're playing it in your head and you're just like, God damn, that scene's so fucking weird. I mean, <sighs> yes. Yes. Stretch is gorgeous, though. She's a she hot chick. Nice dude. ass, big dude, long legs. I fucking, love it. 
Yeah. She, I, well, we'll talk about this later, but she's in a lot of the other series. Yeah. I did not know that until like, like recently when we were talking about like the whole series as a whole before no we got into idea. this. Yeah. Um, so what I never learned until I started seeing the deleted scenes on this DVD is, uh, after they leave the radio station, they basically went on an all night hunt after that. Mm -hmm. They would hit kids. Yeah. They would hit up a parking garage and they would, you know, I think, uh, fucking, uh, Drayton uh, hangs out and he goes, uh, hey, any of you boys want some croissants? Croissants? You must be gay. <laughs> <laughs> and then a couple of them go fuck off because, like, you know, they were all hyped up because of the UT game and stuff. And then the rest of them go back to the back of the, the you know, the roach coach and shit. And like, where the hell are these croissants? <laughs> he says something about a, the burrito truck fag or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then you see that back doors of the roach coat kick open. It's just Leatherface and it's like fog and blue light lit. And he's just hacks away this whole fucking crowd of fucking, you know, football fans and stuff like that. It was pretty d- crazy and dope. I don't know. Because you get to see a lot more gore. You know, I think you see a head lopped off, a hand lopped off. Drayton, like, or, or chopped out, takes a sledgehammer to another person's face. It was pretty cool. He said, I can't find it, but yeah, there's <laughs> something where he, uh, oh, who sent you? Those sissies over at Del Mar Cating, that chicken shit burrito man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Man builds a good sturdy trade by hooking and crooking. <laughs> and then kaplooey. <laughs> <laughs> I, love I fucking love Drayton so much in this movie, man. He's awesome. He's hilarious. I mean, there's like, there's, look, if this movie didn't have Drayton, it would fall the fuck apart. Yeah, because I It'd think be Chop terrible. Top's a little over the top. Way over the top. Yeah, and Leatherface is kind of pervy, <laughs> but then he's also like borderline like fucking uh, like the young kid from Weird Science or some shit trying to get his shit off with like a hot chick, you know? So it's like this weird fucking teen flick mixed in with like over the top hippie crazy fucker it's a uh coming into age oh shit mm-hmm. touche mm-hmm. <laughs> i raised my pinky <laughs> to like vocalize it <laughs> they acknowledge the situation i just oh man oh i don't i uh I'd rather talk Cobra. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to a point. I mean, you really can't go too far with this because what we're left with was like after this, you're dealing with Hopper stuff. You're dealing with, I don't know, like crazy monotony because like Hopper's basically like Lefty is waiting in the sidelines using Stretch as bait. Uh, they go to this fucking weird um, war museum fucking like uh, Underground theme park. Shit. Yeah. And while Stretch is for some fucking reason, like, following them because she's trying to be lefty's fucking Watson, you know? And she starts going underneath this fucking area. It looks like from Big Top Pee-wee or, you know, what Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And uh, that scene where she falls to the fucking wood mm-hmm. and lefty's grabbing her and it looks like she's going into, like, the mouth of a poltergeist beast or some shit. And she's grabbing onto these weird roots and the, the, the only thing you could find to hand her down is, like, this fucking skeleton. On. And he didn't even realize it until after she fucking grabbed it and it broke. He looks at it like, so uh, well i mean that is the vent to the smoker room yeah i never understood that this was a smoker room until like this last time that i watched it i was like wait a minute that's a that's all meat hanging in that yeah never even realized that never realized that goddamn bhs (laughs) our our cooking skills or mentality wasn't there yet Mm, yeah could be yeah so was my uh 
understanding that you could actually buy chainsaw holsters. That's a real thing. You see fucking Hopper when he dicks, uh, dicks out. <laughs> when he fucking busts out the uh, the holsters for his uh-huh. little two, the little, little red one, the little yellow. Back too. He's got them on. He's like side holsters from my fucking smaller chainsaws. And That's the real thing? Just seeing it in the film made it real. You know, it's just like, wow, that's a thing. It's so weird because, like, when she falls down, he runs back to his station wagon. Yeah. And he grabs them all out and loads them all up. And he's like, Lord, help me with these devils. And he just, like, turns and screams. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> running out the door. You'd think you'd want to go in, like, quietly. No, no, no. Fuck that. I'm gonna, no. Just cut every beam. What is that? Just random stick. <laughs> Bring it all down! Down to hell! Jesus Christ, man. You might want some subtlety. Bury this, the devil! This place is so big, they don't even fucking hear it. Yeah. And I'm like, I love that he runs into Franklin's corpse. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. It's so good. Franklin, hey, my boy. I'm going to avenge you. And this flashlight comes on for a brief moment. It fades out. I love that scene, dude. It's like so emotional for him. He's it's like, sad, oh, God. Dude. I think Dennis Hopper didn't understand what movie he was in. No. Because if you're looking at, if you look at it, like the, the writer who did this, his first film, uh, he worked with Hopper. It was called like The Last Movie or some shit like that. But uh, His yeah. last movie. No shit. Uh, but yeah, like. I don't know if he knew what the fuck he was even doing. I mean, he's actually been quoted saying, like, this is one of his least favorite films that he's made. Well, of course. You're talking to Dennis Hopper, man. Yeah, I mean. Goddamn easy writer. Fucking Waterworld. <laughs> yeah, I think Waterworld. Fucking, what's that bus one with Keanu? Oh, Godspeed. Godspeed? <laughs> Godspeed. Oh, Godspeed. Yeah, that should be, like, the part three. Oh, God, speed. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's been in some bad fucking movies. Pop quiz, hot shot. Go ahead. <laughs> You're in the bus going 55 miles an hour. God damn, fuck this shit. Fun plot, though. <laughs> I guess speed I, sucks, dude. Speed's awesome. I never saw it in, in fucking, it was on Netflix, so I was like, you know what? What? I turned it on. You I'm never saw never seen it. Oh, man, I'm not theaters. a Keanu fucking fan. What? No. What? No. My I'm a hiding? fan of him as a uh, humanitarian, but no. Okay, that means a lot. Well, he's a fucking nice guy. Very. Oh, yeah. Do you listen to Dogstar? Who's Dogstar? That's his band. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. a bass player. I told you I don't like Keanu <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know Dogstar, Jeff. Dogstar and Godspeed. <laughs> Godspeed. <laughs> oh, coming summer 2019. Really? Are they Maybe. playing with Marilyn Manson? They're oh, going to break their ankle? That'd be awesome. Do you see that, by the way? What? The shit fall on Marilyn oh, yeah. Manson? That was like five fucking pounds. Dude, dude, it was like an aluminum fucking... You see the big security guard just picking <laughs> it up? It's like, you I think somebody, somebody tweeted like, that's why old guys shouldn't fumble around in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, sir. Well, he's fat now, too. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> bring it all down. <laughs> down to the devil all right so we follow uh, a stretch landing in the meat room the smoker house and fucking lg's down there after getting oh, no. his fucking oh. brains bashed in and they come in with a turkey buzzsaw and it's like little off the leg dude they fuck him up dude, dude they a little take off his the face, stomach a little off the chest face ribs and fucking thigh dude he hips him like just like 
asshole. <laughs> and he didn't even do it on one side, even the motherfucker up. Oh, shit. <laughs> just, like, just partially left today. <laughs> Patch well, me up. Jesus. But she's like, you know, Leatherface. She fumbles and drops something, makes a noise. Well, she, yeah, she like kicks the barrel she's next to, and yeah. Leatherface runs over there with a knife. He's like, oh, really? A fucking goes to now. You're watching Peter Jackson's King Kong. <laughs> God, oh, he is, dude. It's so weird. Goes and grabs a goddamn LG's face. He's like, where the hell? You? Cowboy hat and throws it on. It's so gross. The oh, sound oh effects God. are so gross when it's all. No, no. <laughs> like he's doing that fucking like staring at her like fucking King Kong with, with her. Naomi Watts and oh my God, that's all I could think about the whole time. I was like, God damn. It. Is that what you were thinking about? I was like King Kong with Naomi Watts. I was like, that's a, that's a scene. That was your thought at this moment. That's what it reminded me of at that moment. I watched it. I don't. I. You're too busy lost in like fourth cut face off dance. I was thinking more face off. That's George that would have been face off. <laughs> you think I like being in this body? I me. Mean. <laughs> <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> oh, wee, you look good. <laughs> God, oh, I'd love should. to get into some more movies. <laughs> Face off, man. We just do like Nick Cage episode. Be awesome. We've done like four years of what, what three years of just horror movies. Yeah. God damn it, it's in our title. Yeah. I think I, like an old episode in 2014, we were talking about um, Amityville: The Awakening, and just last night I finally got to see it, and I was like, "Wow, that's been on the shelf." It came out finally. Wow. There's gonna be free the on para- Go- or the paralyzed. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's gonna be free on Google Play. Uh, <laughs> For like three weeks of October. They're yeah. making their money. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're going to just release it for free on Google Play. I was like, okay. We click. don't want our money back. No. When you watch it, you're like, oh, man, it's painfully not good. Really? It wasn't. I mean, it's well shot. It's just, it it, it just didn't have a lot of, you know, where, mm. what it should have had. I'll review that when we review like Amityville's a, it fucking like 30 a, movies. Like a American Horror Story version of like Insidious. That's the best way I can describe it. It was like, uh, it's almost good. Yeah. Kind of like this season of American Horror Story Cult. It's like, uh, it's almost good. I know nothing about it. Yeah, exactly. I have never watched it. Really? Nah. Not sure. I, I don't know. Hey, seven fucking seasons of American Horror Story. I didn't even know this until I was like watching season I mean, I don't seven. I even watch Walking Dead. Oh, that's true. So I'm like, eh, you know what? I've got too Dude. much shit that I'm very Dude. intertwined in. Walking Dead, Fear of the Walking Dead. I watch it all. Like I just you do I, not. I make the fucking time. Like you the, told me you don't watch it anymore. I lied. You lied. I got Lucille <laughs> sitting behind. I know me. you got Lucille, but I watch Fire of the Walking Dead too. Like oh, I'll just—they're doing a crossover. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. That's Yay. Yay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just binge them sometimes. You know, when I have a little down day, I was like, watch seven hours complete. Oh, well, the last thing I watched was Lucille bash Glenn's brains in, which was like what mm-hmm. fucking two years ago. Yeah. Two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, well, chalk it up. I got, I got a funny idea, but we'll get into it a little bit at, at the end of this episode. All right, so the dance with the face-off shit. Yeah, and then Sawyer comes in and ruins it, of course. Of course. He hides her. 
He ties her up in this really weird position yeah. by her elbows. Yeah. Not by her hands, but by her elbows. Which is just awkward as shit. And then she's like, try, she can't get the face Oh, dude, off. I love that. She's just like, girl, fuck it. <laughs> LG wakes up. That's like, the worst fucking thing. Ah, like, oh, man. That darling, I'm falling to pieces. God, that is like the worst, dude. That shit used to fuck with me when I was young. Can you imagine waking up to that? Dude. You're wearing my face. I like a fucking asshole. Like I... If I get a hangnail, like that's like, ow! Oh my god, I got fucking this hangnail hurts. I could imagine like, uh, thirty like percent of my body being like skin removed and muscle tissue. Just stub my toe and I sit exactly. there out for a week. Mm, I remember that hangnail in '93. Fucked me up. I got this really bad splinter in 2007. I had to go to fucking Walgreens buy fucking iodine. <laughs> I don't think there's any bandage that's going to help this poor fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I always was confused by a part, though, when he turns around to cut her loose. He's all. Yeah. Like he's going to stab her. Yeah. And then he cuts the rope. But it was like he did like two thrusts, like like he was going to come down Norman Bates style. But yeah, like he was going to take her out. Like, what? No I mean, idea. if we had, I mean, if Savini has shown us maybe like the blood loss. Or maybe it was just a head trauma still, like from oh, yeah, yeah. He got his fucking head. So it's just in. by fucking like pure Texas luck that this motherfucker got up to help this chick. The strong old country I'm boy. I'm a good Samaritan, ma'am. <laughs> he cuts her loose, takes his face. Oh, she gives him his face back. Yeah. Yeah, that's sweet. But she likes way oversells it. Like she's like crying, wiping the blood off of the right. I loved you. What? You're hot and he's an old fat hick. And like, you're like what? talking shit to him though, every like every scene. Don't talk don't call me gar- darling, goddammit. Like, yeah, she's like, she's so mean. You want a coffee or something? You wanna go get some barbecue? Take you out to dinner? And every time he talks to her, he hawks a loogie. That can't be attractive. Oh yeah, that's just a big selling point for the ladies. Like that part <laughs> 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 It's like shit, dude. <laughs> Fuck, man. There's a part where she's sitting in the studio. He's like leaning in the doorway, like, and all he does is look at her. And he goes, <laughs> she's like, he looks right back at her, like with this like sexual yeah. look. It's like, oh yeah, that makes me just want to fucking blow you. What it was interesting to me in this guy's filmography, he was an assistant cameraman for the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Really, fucking LG. I was like, whoa. So he had like ties. Yeah, that's had, cool. He had uh, you know a relationship with Toby Hooper, obviously. I mean, come on, anybody to pull a fucking camera work with fucking that first checks the chainsaw, which we know is torturous. I mean, you get major props. Fucking brutal. Yeah, man. I I wish I had some behind the scenes knowledge of this movie. You can't yeah. find any documentaries on YouTube. Like, there's nothing. Because I think the writer passed away in 2014, and he's mm-hmm. acknowledged for so many things because he, he went to Cannes and sorry, he started winning good awards. I think he was like, he adapted Paris, Texas to be filmed, uh, the film Paris, Texas, and stuff like that. So he actually, you know, wrote the adaptation. I think he did China Boxes or something like that. So he was like on a path to be a solid writer. And then he just said, fuck this. Like, give me the map because I need to like get off of this fucking. You know, and he did Texas Chainsaw Massacre too, and he just kind of like, you know, I'm gonna do my own fucking thing and not yeah. kind of go the way that I guess no every He's other got like 15 writing credits or something like that, like, and then a bunch of kind of TV. I get the guy. Shit. I get the guy props. I mean, he he did some shit that was true, and you know, he didn't really, you know. Well, he didn't pull any fucking punches. Not exactly. with this fucking movie. Exactly. Like, oh, it's so so. Yeah, it, Dennis Hopper's still running around screaming. 
Jesus. And you get some more family time. And then they capture her. Yeah, which is they, awesome because they remake the dinner scene all over again. Because when you get that whole tunnel sequence, it's like you realize how much like these guys are like OG hoarders. You remember the lamp scene where it's just like a tunnel just full of lamps yeah. and uh, construction lights and all kinds of shit? Dude, I want to live there. Dude, that was a crazy fucking underground maze. Imagine what I could do with that place. No shit. Every tunnel was a music video. That carpet really tied the room together. <laughs> Get a black light in here and looks like a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. Oh, God. Leatherface's pants looks like a Jackson Pollock painting. man. Dude, jizz three times in this movie. Did you notice that there's like multiple faces in his mask? Yeah, he's got a mouth he like a on nose, the side of his mouth. And then a nose yeah. on his neck or something. I was like, damn, mm. this is went all out. Yeah. Different yeah. ethnicities and everything. <laughs> I was like, geez. Jesus Christ. Hey, he's swinging for the fences in this one. Dude, He his mask is fucking... His lips and teeth, his real lips and teeth are... Fugly as yeah. fuck, dude. Dude, he sold some shit in that one. I was like, Gunner is hor- horrific, terrifying, it's terrifying. Yeah, but man, this motherfucker creeped you out. Mm. He just creeped you out. So he licks his lips and shit. And then, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 like, Jesus, so fucking Christ. weird, dude. Like I'm like the scariest Chuck E. Cheese in the world. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think we can uh, all now agree. We were kind of debating what's Leatherface. Like his uh, character traits, I think we can now say he's full blown retard. <laughs> he's simple fucking Jack under that mask, oh, dude. <laughs> fucking swinging a fucking mallet at a butterfly. <laughs> F O O D. Try again. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for that one. So yeah, they do another dinner scene and. I can't, like the building starts crumbling and that's when the dad, you know, straightens like, yeah, what the hell is that? Is that the American way to enter a man's house? <laughs> but this was like, this, this is where it felt long. Like the, the dinner scene just felt like, again, really like they, they drug it out. So they didn't need to do it. Cause even Hopper, that weird scene where like you see the wall mural and he kicks the wall mural and you just see all the fucking leftover shit just yeah. come spilling out guts, everything. Yeah. It's like, dude, like I think I kind of Lieutenant Enright is stuck in these tunnels for like seventeen days, dude. Like it's like I can't find more. <laughs> dude, he's like just keeps sawing beams and kicking shit. Like this might be a foundation. <laughs> and then he's like, he finally breaks into where the dinner is at, and he's like, "Boys, you should have never been doing this." God, I love that jump scene because it's like Mortal Kombat. Right? What the fuck was okay, that? Two story jump. <laughs> no. <laughs> Like, then you see him come out from like far left screen. Like then a chainsaw just gets thrown from right and he catches it midair. <laughs> what the fuck God. is happening? Lefty and Ash together in a film. Oh, that'd be <laughs> great, dude. That'd be great. Somebody could intercut that. That'd be so yeah, he buzzes fucking Drayton right up the asshole. Whoa! I took care of my hymns. <laughs> and then he stabs Leatherface through the gut with his oh, big through, chainsaw. Through and through. And then fucking he whips out his little doubles <laughs> and they commence to have a duel with chainsaws. Dude. And Leatherface got one sticking out of his gut. What the fuck? The serious fuck is yeah. happening. There's that retard strength. So therefore, <laughs> we're fucking back in play. We 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 can all agree now. Leatherface is 
just total down syndrome. Well, they, they actually did the grandpa scene again, too. Yeah. Which was weird because they did that he extreme close-up. Yeah, oh, he yeah. did look younger. His they, nose they, is all fat. Dude, that extreme close-up freaking weirded me out because you get, like, fucking, like, centimeters from the guy. Uh, I was just like, oh, shit. He's all... <laughs> he's just dropping the fucking hammer. And God. Oh, man. So, yeah, then fucking... Uh, Drayton getting peeled up the ass with a chainsaw. Where are you, nubbins? Where's that old fuck you, Charlie? <laughs> I love it. I love that fucking scene. <laughs> fuck you, Charlie. God, I love it. He just pulls out that fucking hand grenade. <laughs> He's like, what does he say? He says some speech before he pulls the pin. Yeah. I think it was the whole fucking... I don't fucking know. Family's got to make tires, blah, blah, blah. Everything comes to an end. Some shit. Oh man, I love it. We gotta run that money now. We gotta make that money. <laughs> so yeah, he pulls a pin and fucking Lefty Lefty Leatherface, him and the grandpa. Get wiped smoked, out. Smoked, but chop tops still chasing. Yeah, the girl. Stretch just hits a fucking tunnel and hauls ass. Winds up on the fucking Matterhorn. Dude, like, what, the, just, what the fuck is this? Dude, that climb up and she's just same hitchhiker shit. The hitchhiker yeah, scene all over here. Slashing her with the razor. The fuck out of her all the way up the razor. Oh man, that was fucked up. <laughs> that was fucked up, dude. That was fucked up, dude. <laughs> fucked up, dude. Well, she gets to the top of the Cascade Mountains and uh, Grandma's sitting in there with a chainsaw. Huge fucking chainsaw. Where's Chop Top? Uh, like this right. is a perfect opportunity. I think she does that kick where he gets off the fucking stairwell and he's oh, got, he's, he's hanging got, the rail. Yeah, he's got to pull himself up. That gives her just a few moments to get the chainsaw, and then she starts revving it. Yeah, and it's finally when it starts, it breaks I mean, she, away from. She's the just he's running around her, just slicing her and laughing his ass off the whole time. Mm. Doesn't just stab her and kill her. How does she kill him? I know uh, it's obviously she with guts chainsaw. the shit of him. She guts him real fucking bad, and then he falls back against the, the railing or the, the back of the mountain thing and he falls into that exhaust mm, fucking chute. Yeah. And then she proceeds to do the leather face yeah. dance from part one. Oh, it's so bad. She's like, yeah! <laughs> bad fucking cheerleader. Fucking. That's the worst cheer squad I've oh ever seen. Damn. She doesn't, she can't pull it. No. No. She was not um, of sound mind. She was not of sound body because she didn't have the strength to wield that fucker around. Still stays around hip level. (laughs) (laughs) Hip level. (laughs) It's like like, your comfort zone's here. (laughs) Give her the light one today, okay? She's gonna do the chainsaw dance, okay? Yeah, she can't whip this fucking thing around at all. So roll credits, and that's it. That's it. Yeah. And it's fun for what what it was worth when I when I got to revisit. I was fun. Let's do some final thoughts. All right. Um, I'm taken back because it looked great. You know, I was looking at more of a more recent DVD copy. I still don't have the Blu-ray in my arsenal yet, um, but it looked great. I mean, I still need to see it in Letterbox in the gruesome edition. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the Blu-ray. The writing when you see some of the special features and they talk about the writer. Uh, Cannon immediately said fuck you to the script so they actually had the writer on set the whole time writing scenes and they'd be like hey uh, we just filmed that scene so quit writing it <laughs> it's like it's just neat the the quirkiness and the uh, the extreme manner they had to like really chalk this out so fucking fast and brutally and shoot it so brutally at this uh, high speed 
Um, all in all, it's fun. Um, everything's there. Sound effects, special effects. The directing is done so great by Toby Hooper. I mean, he really uh, stuck to more of a uh, created this weird twisted vision that you know you wouldn't expect from anybody else except Toby Hooper. And then later, you know, Kim Hinkle as we get into part four. But yeah, this was a special fucking uh, fun piece of Toby Hooper uh, filmography. It was fun to revisit. The one thing uh, I took away from looking at some of the behind the scenes stuff was that they said throughout the fucking film, this uh, director, Toby Hooper, would show up this long kind of hair, like Beatles, Beatles, you know, haircut, full beard. He would do nothing but smoke Monte Cristos and... He, uh, during the, the whole entire film, he said he had a Dr. Pepper in his hand. I, thought, I was like, I could dig that. Man being, after my own heart. <laughs> being a fucking Texas dude. I mean, uh, I, I I shy away from Coke. I, I enjoy. No, you don't. <laughs> not that Coke. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoy a good Dr. Pepper in my hand above, you know, any other soft drink. I think mm-hmm. we can agree on that. Oh, fuck yeah. So hearing that this Toby Hooper, the late Toby Hooper, was such a big fan of fucking Dr. Pepper. And he actually has a cameo. Uh, when Stretch goes to see uh, Lefty at the uh, the hotel. room, yeah, he's wearing the red uh, windbreaker, and they throw ice at his ass, <laughs> and he kind of goes like, gives the fucking finger and chucks like a Dr Pepper can. That's right, <laughs> and uh, it's just neat seeing, uh, yeah, uh, such a unique uh, director. Uh, but yeah, this is a a definite buy for me. It's essential to the series as much as I'd like to say it's an easy rent. It is a very easy rent, but. Uh, if you're going to own any of these, I would definitely say uh, this is a good one to pick up. Yeah. Well, I, um, I, it's weird because this movie for so long sat like in my top 10. Like I fucking used to love this movie, but I haven't seen it for know, three or four years. It's weird because as I progress in age, the films that I, you know, adored kind of get lesser. I don't know if that's me being a fucking old hermit or a curmudgeon, but whatever um how this movie plays for me uh the first 30 40 minutes are fucking spectacularly wonderful and then there's the tunnel and yeah the tunnel ties into the end and it's all you know one big section but it's like half the tunnel's really fun but the other half's like god please fucking speed line this let's 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 go here so um yeah i'm gonna come down the side of buy um just because I had such a long history with this movie. I, I fucking loved it. The cinematography is great. There's really no airs in direction or anything like that. The acting's good. It's more of a, a pacing issue that hits the film at about a 45 minute mark, but don't let that ne- negativity take away. This is a funny fucking movie. Uh, Leatherface, coming becoming a man <laughs> fucking drayton fucking losing his shit chop tops a little over the top but he has some really fucking funny lines oh, yeah. the fucking sunny bono wig duo god damn it <laughs> i love i love some of his emphasize but like his most famous lines are the lines that annoy me like fucking uh non-flashback non-flashback like or uh air raid or whatever the fuck he says when he's hammering the dude in the head like and then like in the tunnel he is like just hamming up just chewing the scenery like jesus over the top he's like that kid in uh fright night the one that brewster yeah exactly evil ed yeah yeah he's totally that's perfect analogy he's like evil ed just 
when he's on screen, you're like, oh, like your mind's blown that this guy's acting, <laughs> <laughs> but he's a good actor. So, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely a buy. Uh, I don't know where I'll fall in the series because I haven't watched three or four in a long time. Well, three. That's a lie. I just watched three, but four I haven't watched in fuck a little, 10 years or more. Like, yeah. so we'll see how that one plays out. But, um, yeah, I mean, definitely pick it up or check it out. It's 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 one of the top ones in this series. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, uh, Ralph, what do you think? Okay. okay. That's good. Good points. <laughs> well, we will be back next time. And I want to thank you, Facebook people and groups, for sharing our our webpage and our episodes. Yeah. We're really almost at over a thousand likes. Now, I love dude. it. We're close. That's great. And the episodes, I mean, keep chiming in. We'll keep shooting them out. Dude. Yeah. I mean, we got a lot, dude, that Texas chainsaw massacre episode took off like a wildfire. So. Yeah. It was awesome. That's great. Well, we neglected it for so long. I'm glad we got it. It's proper. It got it's proper due. It needed it. And this wasn't bring up, uh, since we were talking about American horror story, what would you think about this being a TV series like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and it just evolving around the Sawyer family? I think you could. I think there's enough depth where you could stay within the Sawyer yeah. family and kind of because look, uh, we'll have to talk about that off off the air. But yeah. I mean, yeah, it could go back that way. Yeah, why That's, not? I, I would be interesting. The, the I mean, things I, that I don't want to see become TV series. It's Friday Thirteenth. The thing, the thing would probably work for like a two season but even more than that i don't know yeah it'd be neat i know we spitball a lot of shit sometimes saying like halloween no no like these normal slashers can't can't survive because there's not enough backs okay jason you know his mother died he gets revenge where's the backstory each episode people are just going to be coming to a camping but after seeing like them. things like american horror story and hannibal i think if we started with the sawyer family and we grew like into season one is maybe bubba becoming leatherface all right now season two is the family trying to protect leatherface all right season yeah. three is the downfall of the mother oh no you yeah, i mean you this. could you could build it for like four or five seasons and have a solid yeah, show leatherface is like one of the only ones that could actually really do good from a series yeah and Hellraiser. Oh, yeah. That, that Hellraiser would be perfect. Yeah. Because you do have the box and the Cenobites. Yeah, and you don't need murders to be creeped. Exactly. You know, or, or gore because, well, you need the gore. But you could tell the backstory of the Cenobites oh, and yeah. tell a few, uh, you know, a jump back and forth thing where they're figuring out who he is after playing with the box. I mean. And I know, always love the idea of maybe having the lore actually have where somebody had to venture into the hell. Yeah. To kind of like. Like part two. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Hell Hellraiser would work perfectly as a TV series. Damn it! But I don't consider leather. Or I don't consider Pinhead a slasher. No, definitely not. But he's up there with the yeah. Slashers. I think it's kind of like like Exorcist. You know, like Pazuzu could essentially be like what they're doing right now with the Exorcist TV series, creating these demons as a lore around a bigger thing. You know, just the way like the Cenobites are. This kind of like, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, if I was if I was to say. Out of all of our classics, who should get a TV series? I definitely say Leatherface or Hellraiser. I have like a better writing potential. Like Cancel Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yeah, it's not really going the places I'd like it to, but it's just fun. 
Uh-uh. It's not fun for you, obviously, <laughs> but I enjoy it because I, you know I get I get I'm, I find it humorous. Ironically enough, the world agrees with you. And, They've got an eighty nine percent and shit, and, and I'm, I'm like, and I'm thankful for that because it's fuck? like you see some of the shit that we get sometimes. It's like it's nice to have something that's just look. What they need to do is drop the bullshit and bring back fucking Hannibal. That television series was awesome. I love all the, the the way the directors are now and the way some of these people write. I would love to see Tellsman's Crypt come back. And I'm kind of pissed that TNT dropped the ball on that. No, they I, had to. Yeah. I'd love somebody with the gusto to really create like original horror stories mm. every, you know, at once a week for like seasons. Because. Yeah, I would love to see anthology again. Because you know. this American horror story. Like you can tell us from Dark Side. Yeah. Pop that on. Exactly. Uh, it could be on the fucking CW. No, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. <laughs> I will not. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Ralph will be back with us. Uh, for uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I think we're going to try to cover three, three and four. Three and four, yeah. We've yeah. got to streamline this because we've got a new Chucky movie coming out. we got a new Jeepers Creepers movie coming out. We have the It episode, ladies and gentlemen. We weren't bullshitting. Yeah. But as soon as it went online, I mean, every little sound clip was just not... It was garbled. Yeah. So it was white noise. We've been trying to figure it out. It plays fine on computers, but not on cell phones, so... We're trying to iron it out. Uh, you know, I'm about ready just to fucking wrap that motherfucker and just be like, hey, we whatever. Just, yeah. We'll just do face Facebook Live! <laughs> <laughs> the review. <laughs> Fuck it. Hey, hey, you want another review? It's the most money-making fucking horror movie of all time. Go see the fucking movie. Yeah, totally. Dand. <laughs> um, you got another one? Oh, I was just going to say, uh, should we just like say goodnight or something? Like that? No, we should just leave it recording. <laughs> just say goodnight to like the... Oh, oh goodnight. <laughs> goodnight. 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 <laughs> goodnight. 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 Good night. <laughs> All right, somebody show this guy the exit because uh. E X I T exit. And tour's over. Get out. <laughs> you know shit. Uh, so from all of us to all of you, thank you. And I'm Jeff. I'm Nathan. And keep it scared. S C E X. Six. Six. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary.
without Ralph, we're doomed! They're gonna pull our plug! No!